Welcome to the Able Speaks podcast, where we speak to commonly asked questions by parents who have received a life-limiting diagnosis for their child. We're Daniel and Kelly Crawford, and we're glad that you've joined us. Okay, so for today's episode, um, and if you've been tuning in with us, uh, different episodes will have different emphases, whether it's kind of in the medical realm or the relational or even emotional realm. And, and today, we're actually going to kind of camp out in in more of the spiritual realm. And um, this won't be the only conversation we ever have on the topic of prayer, but that's where we're headed. And so today, the question I would pose, and and I kick it to you first to speak to Kelly, is just... Um, a question that we get, which is, did you guys pray for healing? When you got Abel's diagnosis, you'd found out he was sick, the implications of that diagnosis, um, did you pray for healing throughout the pregnancy and after birth? Yeah, so I think acknowledging in that season, prayer was incredibly challenging and difficult. It's such a, a vulnerable thing to come to the Lord and really share your wants and desires, um, especially around our children. And so um, there were times where it felt impossible to do that. But I also think in a lot of ways, the Lord used Abel's life to really teach us what the purpose of prayer is and just changed our view on that and how to pray and all of those things. And so ultimately for me, I thought that there was something wrong with the pregnancy prior to getting Abel's diagnosis. And so even when we were sharing with people at four or five weeks pregnant, um, I would always say we're sharing right now because we want people to celebrate this life with us, but we also want people to be in the boat with us if it doesn't go the way that we hoped. Um, And there was no reason for me to say that other than it just always came out. And so I feel like I just had an intuition that it might not go the way that we were hoping for. And so to answer the question, though, I personally didn't feel really compelled to pray for healing because of all of the things I just shared, but I felt total freedom to pray for healing. Um, And so I think that was something that Abel's life taught us is there's, you know, this in between sometimes of um, having freedom to ask the Lord for anything that we want. Um, But I also felt a lot of peace around um, his story and what that journey might look like. But others did pray for Abel's healing and just prayed for him and for us. And we felt just an intangible peace that came from knowing that others were were in the boat with us and um, going to the creator of the world on on our behalf. Yeah. And so Daniel, your um, experience was a little bit different during that season in terms of praying. And so do you want to share a little bit about what that looked like for you? Yeah. I think that this season is revealing when it comes to faith in many ways. I think one of the things that was revealed to me is the way that I kind of really unknowingly viewed prayer up to that point in my walk with the Lord, which was essentially a, hey, God is sovereign. He is good. His ways are higher than mine. So I kind of just trust and and rest in his sovereignty. And so I wasn't a big, hey, I'm really praying hard for this God, will you do this guy? It was almost a, um, which I don't think is wrong. I think we see it in scriptures, you know, like Jesus in the garden where he said, hey, I'm praying that this cup would pass and I wouldn't have to endure the suffering that lays ahead of me, but I'm also praying not my will, but thy will be done. And so that was, I think, the posture I was going for. And I think that I had the blessing of other people around me, other men in my life that 
that I think picked up on that and didn't um, critique or criticize that, but that wanted to make sure I felt the freedom to pray for whether it was healing or any other things. It's like, hey, you know, there's also scriptures that say, ask, seek, knock. Um, we have a loving father. He, he, he doesn't give bad gifts. He only gives good gifts. He may not give you exactly what you're asking for in the way that you're asking it, but I think it's a good thing in our relationship with God to feel that freedom to share our heart, which can be hard, like you said, and vulnerable. And so I think that it was conversations like those that led me to a place where I did feel more freedom to pray for healing um, for Abel or, or um, to enlist others to pray for healing for Abel, um, while also resting in the fact that he might not answer this question in the exact way that I'm praying it. And, and I have to be at peace with that. And so that taps into kind of a bigger, a bigger topic, but one that became very relevant and that we are asked about often and, and talk about often, which is just what is ultimately the purpose of prayer? And so would you want to speak to that for just a minute? Yeah, I think that season made me realize how vulnerable prayer really is if we really engage with the Lord in a conversation and truly share our fears, our hopes, our desires. And so I think, yeah, we really learned in a much deeper way that prayer is just really about intimacy and relationship with God and sharing all of those things, even when it's painful. And and there is the tension, like you talked about, of just what if it doesn't go the way I hope? Or, you know, what if, yeah, I, I ask for things and other people are, are seeing and hearing that and then it Im- negatively impacts their faith. But I, I think that ultimately it just led to more trust in God and um, a better understanding of His nature and character, and just a deeper, a deeper relationship um, with Him. Yeah, I think that closing thoughts here. There's obviously we could talk for three hours about this, but we're going to try and keep it under ten minutes. And so I, I think that we did, as we've talked about in several episodes already on this podcast, just the the incredible value of community and of having people around you that are that are bearing your burdens that are walking with you is we absolutely invited others in to pray for Abel and to pray for us. We even had people set an alarm at a specific time of day um, to where alarms would go off. And, and when our alarm went off, we knew that what got to be, I mean, hundreds of people were praying at that moment. So there is a strengthening effect. Uh, I think in that moment for, for us, as we didn't need the reminder, it was on our mind all the time. But, but that moment reminded us how many other people and how, you know, that God's people were, were rallying around us, that we weren't in it alone, and that God ultimately was with us. And, and we still have people to this day that talk about how impactful that season of their alarm going off at that time every day was for them and the way that it did impact their prayer life and their faith in a, in a lasting way. And so I would just close with the illustration to kind of tie it all together that Um, I think that if we approach, whether it's, did you pray for healing or just talking about prayer in general, if we approach and view prayer through the lens of like a crowdfunding site, where if I just pray hard enough or have enough faith or enough people pray enough times, then we're going to, we're going to hit some level at one point where God then dispenses blessing and says yes in the exact way that we're asking him to say yes. 
And I would caution you against that view of prayer. I don't think that that's what the scriptures lay out. And I think enough people have had enough experiences to say that's that doesn't seem to be um, the way it always works. I think we had one of the most prayed for babies of all time, and he was born with trisomy 18. And trisomy 18 um, took his life a couple of weeks after he was born. And so viewing the purpose of prayer as intimacy with God, I think is what the scriptures lift up. I think it is a healthy, life-giving view um, that in each and every season, in all circumstances, can bring about that peace that surpasses understanding when we remind ourselves of the Father's heart, of his character and of his nature, um, even when he's really hard to understand. One of my favorite quotes is just that it's possible, um, and we came to experience that even as we understood God less in so many ways, uh, that we came to know him more deeply. And so that is uh, our prayer for you as well, if you're listening to this right now. And uh, that wraps up this episode of the Able Speaks podcast. Hey friends, thanks for listening in. We hope this content has been helpful. At Able Speaks, we exist to support families who have chosen to carry a child with a life-limiting diagnosis, and we want you to know that the foundation of that support is rooted in relationships. And so, if you're a parent in this circumstance, then by all means, continue listening in, but we'd really encourage you to reach out by sending an email to support at ablespeaks.org. Again, our heartfelt prayer is that this episode has served you in some way and that we might have the opportunity to serve you further in the future. The Able Speaks podcast is produced by the team at Tarno & Company and mixed and edited by the team at Sound of a Rose.